This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to The Church Boys Freefall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here with The Church Boys. I have Director Cyrus Norasta on the phone today. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we are here today to discuss The Young Messiah, which is your film that opens uh, in March, March 11th, which I can't even believe that's next month. It's crazy. This year is flying. Yeah, um, yes. But... You've, you've had a number of fascinating films under your belt, and I think this one is going to be no exception. Let me just first ask you, how, how is this a project that came to fruition? You know, how, did you, how did you land on The Young Messiah? Well, you know, uh, it, it just kind of dropped from the sky. Um, <laughs> it, it's really a, a fascinating story. Basically, uh, my previous film, uh, released in 2009 by Lionsgate, was uh, a movie called The Stoning of Soraya M. And Anne Rice uh, wrote a rave review of the film. And then my, my wife had read her book, Christ the Lord Out of Egypt, that this movie is based upon, which was published, I believe, about 10 years ago, and was a big bestseller. I always loved the idea, and it turned out that we had uh, an agent in common that we knew, and she was looking for somebody to do, you know, her book, Christ the Lord Out of Egypt, about young Jesus into a movie, and she loved my work, so said, can we take a look at it? And that's how it started. Well, I love it, and I think it's a, obviously the title itself gives you a, a lens into what the focus is going to be, which is a young Jesus, and I think that is... Um, a subject that is fascinating. It's one that the Bible itself, in itself, doesn't speak a lot to. We have, you know, Luke two, um, which tells us a really fascinating story about Jesus's childhood. Um, you know, we don't have a whole lot of material. I guess, you know, one of my big questions because I know anytime anybody touches anything that has to do with the Bible, um, there there are a number of reactions. A lot of people are really excited, and then a lot of people, of course, you're going to have those critics who want to know, well, how did you guys approach this? How did you um, you know, get your material together, and how much of this is creative license? And so, I want to unpack that a little bit. Um, and I guess the first question, since we don't know a whole lot necessarily from the Bible, how, you know, were you guys nervous going into this, and how did you gather the information that would be the underpinning of the film? Well, you know, the Young Messiah is based on Anne Rice's novel, so that's where it starts. But whenever you adapt a novel. Uh, into a movie, no matter what it is. You you have to make changes. You have to sort of figure out what's the movie here and what do we focus upon? Because movies are very streamlined. They have a spine and you don't want to, you know, go on and on for hours. So our first task was just the task of adapting it into the best form for a movie. But this carried with it other responsibilities, which is, okay, the lead character is a young Jesus. He's seven years old throughout the story. So we wanted to make sure that, (laughs) theologically speaking, we weren't doing something that would be offensive or be a problem and have people streaming for the aisles. Nobody wants to do that. (laughs) I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm not a theologian. I felt, you know, I came to Christianity late in life, so I felt, okay, we need to figure out who can consult with us on this. And we found a number of different people who 
we wanted to sort of get a, I don't know, a committee and sort of get reactions to the script and different versions and different drafts of the script and say, are we okay here? Are we okay there? And when we got to the point where we felt like there's nothing in this story that contradicts anything in the Bible, that was our, that was, that was our first sort of important task. We just, we wanted to remain consistent. And we also wanted to remain consistent with the character of Jesus as revealed in the Bible. You can't have him as a child doing things that are inconsistent with, with, with his character as we know it. So that was our most pressing and immediate task right there. Yeah, and I would assume that that's a big task. I mean, this is, I would assume that's a pretty massive task. Did you find Christian pastors, theologians, you know, what were some of, I guess, how many people were there and um, were there disagreements with those people? Was, you know, because look, I, I just worked on a book about the end times and it's the first book I've written and I can't even believe that's the first subject I tackled and everybody disagrees about the end times. You know, was that, was that a difficult process of trying to find that common ground or was it pretty easy and streamlined for you guys? Well, you know, we wanted, uh, there were a couple of theologians, at least two theologians we talked to. Uh, there were a couple of pastors. Uh, one of them we knew very well and we were very close to. And then we also had my uh, youngest son's daughter-in-law, who is not a theologian, she's not a pastor, but she's a very serious Christian. I just wanted sort of the lay of the land from her, just, you know, a a person who is a believer who goes to church. And believe it or not, she was incredibly helpful. <laughs> of course, she was also much more accessible. But, you know, what happens here is you're, sometimes no two theologians will, will agree. Right, I mean, that exactly. just happens. They just don't, sometimes they just don't agree on things. So they're leaving us a choice. Um, and then I have to sort of make that decision um, I wrote the script with my wife, Betsy, so of course she was involved in that decision as well. And a lot of times that comes down to what works dramatically within the context of our structure of our story. And, uh, but overall, I'd say, I'd say, look, it, it was the no, kind of the normal procedure you go through on any script where you're doing rewrites and you're doing changes and you're just trying to make it better and you're trying to make it play better for an audience. That's, that's what it was. And how have audiences reacted so far, those who have had a chance to see the film? Boy, it's been amazing. Um, you know, when, when your distributor, uh, our distributors focus features uh, part of Universal Studios. When they say, we're going to screen the heck out of this movie, that makes me, the filmmaker, so glad. Because what it tells me is that they think the film itself is the best selling point for the film. That means they believe in it. We started showing the film, but that doesn't mean, you know, that we weren't nervous. And I'll never forget, we, we screened it in Kansas City. A pastor got up afterwards and he said, this is the best portrayal of Jesus in any movie I've ever seen. And I thought, wow. And he went on to elaborate. And what he said is, you've given us a human Jesus. You've given us a Jesus that we can connect to. That we, we see his generosity, we see his humility, we see his compassion. And that's exactly what we were trying to accomplish with this. So the response has been magnificent. We've just, we've got endorsements from, we've got cross-denominational endorsements. Uh, we've got the Southern Baptists, we've got Focus on the Family, Young Life, 
um, uh, numerous archbishops and bishops. It's been a really, it's, we feel like the movie's been embraced. Yeah, and I think, you know, and I and I hope you don't deem my questions too negative on this at all, because I think, I, the reason I ask this is because I know, I know for a fact that everybody, you know, Mark and Roma, put, put Mark, Mark Burnett and Roma down, everybody gets these questions. And I think it's fascinating because, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, well, you know, you added this, or you took this away. And it's another thing to address as you as you are. And again, it's based on a novel, but as you are, a very tough subject of something that we don't have as much material on. So the fact that you have a lot of really well-known organizations stepping up and saying, we support this, we think it's great, you provided this human element, I think it's fascinating. And, you know, I think there's, look... There is, I think Christians need to realize that when you're making a movie, there are things you have to do to make that movie come to life that is going to sometimes mean that you have to add things or take them away. And I think in this case, though, you maybe you'll escape some of that because it's just a whole sort of quote-unquote new subject matter. Um, now, right. now I th- and I think it's great that you guys took a lot of care to make sure that you present Jesus in, in a way that doesn't contradict anything because that's always the, the fear that people have going in, you know, Christians have going into, into Hollywood movies like this. Um, what do you think the big takeaway for viewers is? Well, you know, everyone's sort of, everyone's different. I just feel that, um, I think the biggest takeaway, uh, I guess that I would hope for is that people come away talking about Jesus, talking about who he was and what he said. And, you know, they can make up their own minds if they think that the character we presented as as the child Jesus is consistent with their own conception of who uh, Jesus is in their life. So it's, you know, that's part of it. You just, you want, see, I go to a lot of these screens, I, I, I do Q&As afterwards, you know, and I feel like, boy, I wish I could Q&A them. Because, because I love hearing people talking about the movie after they've seen it. I like to hear what they have to say, what their conversations are about, and not necessarily what I have to, what I have to contribute, because my feeling is the movie presents that. Yeah, no, and I think what the other thing you're offering people here, which is fascinating, is you know, people can talk about Scripture all day long and pull these different pieces apart. When you, when you talked about that pastor saying that Jesus was humanized, you have a situation where you're forced to sort of consider and you're presented with an idea of what that was like for a teenager to, you know, be pregnant with the savior of the world and what all of those conversations that had to have happened and those things that went on that we don't really think a lot about, I think, as Christians at least, because it's not necessarily blatantly put in the scripture. And even the things that are, we don't know all of the elements of the, the human conversations that went on. I think that's really interesting, and it does spark a lot of conversation, I would assume. No, it does. Also, we take you inside the Holy Family in a fashion that you've never seen. I mean, more often than not, these people are presented as icons. And in in settings that are sort of consistent with the way we've seen them before. In this movie, you are inside this family. And I think even the secular audience can connect with this movie on that level. You know, what must it have been like for Mary and Joseph to parent the child of God? Well, you know what? It's really not that different from the way anyone else parents their child. And um, 
you know, they just have a few more burdens, <laughs> you know, uh, than the rest of us. The burden of keeping a secret, uh, knowing your child has this incredible destiny, but not knowing the details, uh, wanting him to be a regular child, have a normal childhood, while also <laughs> knowing he's the son of the God, your people's Messiah. I mean, it's, it, I, I think that parents can really connect with what these parents are facing. I'm going to put you on the spot with a question. You may not have an answer for it now, and we're going to have you back um, on the show next month before before the release. You could answer it then if not. But what was the most shocking or surprising or memorable thing um, that you, about Jesus' life that you encountered while working on this project? Any detail or just piece of information that stuck out to you? Well, you know, I don't think I could really pin it down to one. Um... One thing that we tried to do in remaining consistent with his character was we sort of have these moments in the movie that are kind of, they're almost foreshadowing moments. Um, about, you, you kind of see into the future, of course, those of us who know the Bible know the story. Um, and, for example, the very first scene in the movie, you know, he's... He, he, he's He's with a cousin, a little girl, and, and this kind of bully comes over and pushes him and clearly wants a, wants a conflict. And, you know, he looks at the boy, and then he turns the other cheek. And the boy is infuriated by that and then just pounces on And I thought to myself, well, there you are. There's, I mean, the ability to just sort of, to do that, to sort of turn away and say, I... I'm not going to take the bait um, is I think pretty amazing. And it's what kicks off our movie. Yeah. And that that's fascinating. And the last thing I'm going to ask you, it's sort of like an awkward interview job question. You know, what, what question would you have for Jesus? You know, if you could, if you could have one question for him after, especially after spending the time putting this together and considering all of these things, is there anything that would come to your mind as something you'd want to ask him if you could? Well, you know, it, ha- it, it has to do more with the experience of doing this movie, talking about this movie, and writing and then directing, writing the script and then directing the movie. Because it came up so many times, the issue of miracles. And the question was, you know, well, he doesn't perform his first miracle until the wedding uh, and where he turned um, uh, water into wine. But he's induced to do that by his mother, uh, by Mary, saying, you know, uh, and then the question that I would ask is, is that the first recorded miracle or the first miracle period? I guess even, even I couldn't, we couldn't get the theologians to agree on this. So the issue of how does she know you can perform miracles? And when did you first, when did you first realize that you could? That, that kind of thing. I That's mean, a really good question. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and it just came up so many times because, and because we do have, you know, those moments in our movie, and he's of course seven years old when he's doing that, and that's one of the reasons in the way that I chose to show them, they're almost more prayers than they are miracles. I love that question. That is really interesting. And it's funny because that stuck out to me before and looking at that and thinking, huh, 
you went all those years, right? You know, what did you did you know you could? I'm sure he knew he could at that point. But why right. didn't why didn't you if you didn't? Um, I love it. That's great. Well, listen, I I think this has been wonderful and we definitely want to have you back. Uh, we're looking forward to having people hear this interview and also we'll make sure we we embed the uh, trailer as well so they can check it out. Oh, thank you so much, Billy. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. You bet. Bye-bye.